Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Cultural Leadership. In my previous podcast, titled Gnosticism Goes to Church, I defined the ancient heresy of Gnosticism and show how elements of it survive today in the church, including the more orthodox church. But Gnosticism, unfortunately, enjoys a wide influence in modern culture, and particularly on the political left. Today's so-called socio-political progressives are rife with Gnosticism. Gnostics of all stripes are elitists, in particular their intellectual elites. They have been enlightened to the true condition of humanity, and their calling is to enlighten all of the darkened souls around them, these poor benighted souls stumbling around in darkness. Today's cultural progressives are in love with their own learning, with their own alleged advanced ethical standard, and with their own self-appointed calling as the vanguard of cultural progress. They believe in what Thomas Sowell calls articulated rationality. The people who can speak most effectively, generally with high, soaring rhetoric, people like them, of course, are far superior to the humbler folk around them. They also tend to disdain what they might call bourgeois morality, the simple, traditional, old-fashioned morality of the masses. This was the view, for example, of the Bloomsbury group of early modernism. Virginia Woolf, E.M. Forster, the noted socialist economist, John Maynard Keynes, these and others scoffed at one man, one woman, sex within the bounds of marriage, and the traditional, which is to say Christian, family. The truly enlightened believed in free love, open marriages, and homosexuality. Homosexuality in particular they considered a higher form of morality. But there's a second main way in which modern progressives are Gnostic. Like all Gnostics, they're at war with God's created order. Creation, you see, poses restrictions on their depraved imagination. This means, among other things, that they embrace a highly rebellious anthropology or view of man. As Robert George has pointed out, they distinguish between the body and the person. The person is on the inside. The body is just a vehicle for carting around the person. This means that if the person is not real or authentic, the body is disposable. This is why they support abortion. There's no person inside the baby's body. The same logic, of course, could apply to euthanasia or to the extermination of those with Down syndrome or other diseases. Moreover, since the body is a barrier to certain humans' unfettered imagination, the body needs to be distorted or altered. This is where transgender surgery comes in. There's also the extreme example, some of you may have seen about on YouTube, of the man who is gradually reshaping his body because he believes he's a dragon. He's actually twisting and marring his body, including his face, to appear like a dragon. Because on the inside, you see, he is a dragon, according to his own views. The human body, man or woman, created in the image of God, is often a barrier to cultural progressives. 
so the body has to be changed, or the body has to go. Virtual reality will be increasingly enlisted for this purpose. While virtual reality can be and has been and is being used to create realistic scenarios, it can and will be misused and become an actual new reality for the cultural progressives. This cultural Gnosticism is nothing less or more than all-out war on God's created order. The biblical anthropology is not that humans live inside a body, but that humans are a body with which a spirit is inextricably intertwined. God created man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. A body plus God's enlivening spirit is human life. This is why the resurrection is so vital in the Bible. And while the great hope is not a disembodied spirit flying into the heavenlies, but a man or woman in full, resurrected, living on a resurrected earth for eternity with a resurrected Lord. This is why the cultural progressives hate biblical Christianity. It is anti-Gnostic to the core. This is P. Andrew Sandlin, the Center for Cultural Leadership, ChristianCulture.com.